reading is from John 21, reading verses 1 to 17. Um, is this a slightly different version before I tell people to look it up? I should have asked you that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you might want to just listen. I did read it and think it sounded different, <laughs> but I'm not sure which version it is. Um, so this is called uh, this section uh, of John 21, Breakfast on the Beach. The disciples were all very happy that Jesus had been raised from the dead. They had seen Jesus a few times since he had been resurrected. One day, Peter said, I'm going out to fish. Thomas, Nathaniel, James and John and two other disciples decided to go along with him. They all went to the Sea of Galilee and got into a boat. They tried throwing the net on the right side and the left side all night, but they just couldn't catch any fish. Early in the morning, they looked up and saw someone on the beach. The man yelled and asked them if they had caught any fish. When they said no, the man yelled again, throw your nets on the right side of the boat and you will find some fish. The fishermen probably wondered about that but decided to give it a try. When they started to pull the net up, they saw that there were lots of fish in the net. In fact, there were so many fish that they could not even lift the net into the boat. Then John took a closer look at the man standing on the beach. The man looked familiar. It was Jesus. When John told everyone, Peter got very excited. He really wanted to see Jesus again, so he jumped into the water and swam to the shore, while the others followed with the boat and net full of fish. They saw that Jesus had a fire going and some fish already cooking. Bring some of the fish you caught and we will eat them too, Jesus said. We will eat breakfast on the beach. <laughs> Jesus fed the disciples a big breakfast of fish and bread. While they were eating, Peter was probably thinking back to a time when they had all eaten together a few weeks ago. When Jesus and the disciples had been eating the Last Supper together, Peter told Jesus that he would be willing to die for him. Then, when Jesus was arrested, Peter got scared. He did not die for Jesus. He'd not been brave at all. He told people that he did not know Jesus three times. Peter wondered if Jesus could ever forgive him. After breakfast, Jesus asked Peter a question. Peter, do you really love me? Peter answered, you know that I love you, Lord. Jesus then said, Feed my lambs. Then Jesus asked again, Peter, do you really love me? Peter answered again, You know I love you, Lord. Take care of my sheep, Jesus repeated. Finally, Jesus asked again, Peter, do you love me? Peter felt hurt that Jesus kept asking him. It reminded him of the three times he had denied Jesus. Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Peter, 
Feed my sheep. Jesus had forgiven Peter. He said to Peter, follow me. And Peter did. Peter would always follow Jesus. Done for us. We're going to celebrate what he's done for you, for me. Now, when we celebrate communion, we can think about all of us, like lots of us. Uh, I've brought my friend to help me illustrate this point. Annette is going to (laughs) do something quite spectacular. In the first service, no one laughed at all. (laughs) No one laughed. I was like, that is the joke of the... So I've brought my net from the island of Bardsey. And, uh, you know, when we think about what the Lord has done, that uh, he, he laid down his life for us, sometimes we can look around and go, yeah, kind of get it. It was for Matt or for B, defo, but for me. You know, when I was 17 years old, my sister said to me, Chris, Jesus died for you. Now, I knew the story about Jesus dying for the whole world, but dying for me, I thought, that is just absurd. How could Jesus die for me? But he gave his life for the whole world, but he gave his life for me. He freely laid down his life For me, gave me the gift of his life. So when we celebrate communion, it's for you. It's for us, yes, but it's for you. Now we're going to do things a little bit differently today. We're going to gather around the table. Now I'm not going to force you. If you would prefer just to watch and to pray, that's fine. But for those of us who feel that we can celebrate what the Lord has done for us, we're going to gather around in a circle. And then I'm going to lead us in praying for the bread and for the wine, what the Lord has done for us. And then we're going to serve one another. So just before you come up, I want to read some verses to you. I put my Bible, there it is. These verses are from 1 Corinthians. And Paul writes this, For I received from the Lord what I pass on to you now. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread and he broke it and he gave thanks. And he said, do this, do this in remembrance of me. And in the same way, he took the cup and he said, this cup is the cup of the new covenant. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And this is what we're going to do, remembering what Jesus has done for us. His body broken for us, his blood shed for us. And Paul says... For whatever, whenever, whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, 
you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. We proclaim his death until he comes. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back soon. We don't know when, but he's coming back. And we remember what he's done and we proclaim until he comes back what he has done for us, that he would freely give his body, shed his blood for you. So come and gather around and we'll give thanks for the bread. Now we need to get in a, oh, we've got a lovely dolphin. <laughs> And if you need a chair up the front, please do grab a chair in the circle. So don't feel that you, you, if you think, oh, I can't stand, that's cool. Come and grab a chair. Join the circle. So what I'd like us to do is to serve one another. Now we can say something like the body of Christ broken for you. Sometimes, and if you've taken some bread from me before um, at the front in a church service, sometimes I say something like, this is for you. This is for you. You might want to say that. What, whatever you'd like to say, please do say it. There's no rule of what you have to say when you pass the bread to one another, apart from don't say you're a smelly banana. Okay? Is that right? Yeah, you're going to say that now to me, aren't you? I can tell. <laughs> and not the R word either. Okay, not the R word. But you might want to say something good about what Jesus has done. So let's give thanks for this, this symbol, this wonderful gift of what Jesus has done for us. And if a couple of us could pray, that would be amazing. Okay.